From the protectors of the internet, the Wisconsin Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force, it's the PKO Podcast with Carl and Dana. Welcome to the PKO Podcast presented by the Wisconsin Department of Justice, Wisconsin Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force. I'm Carl. And I'm Dana. Good morning, good afternoon, whatever the time it is. Big joke of the day. Oh, for sure. All my jokes are big jokes, right? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Why did the cell phone wear glasses? Why did the cell phone wear glasses? Um, thinking about something with a lens now. I don't know. Because it lost its contacts. Oh my god! <laughs> Why didn't I think about that? Because <laughs> it lost them. <sighs> These are the best jokes ever. <laughs> All right, you ready for this? Sure. What do we got? It's summer. Kids are at home. They're online more, right? Sure. Oh, yeah. Um, And we're thinking about back to school. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, it's getting close. I know. We have an article from earlier. um, Actually, this was a while ago now, I guess. It's from about a year ago. But it's good information, I think. It's what teens wish their parents knew about social media. Yeah. I... I, (laughs) I'm sure there's a lot of parents out there that think (laughs) they know a lot about social media. So this was one, it was, it was, um, through the Washington post and it was in their, I think on their parenting section, I think they must have a, um, a breakout for that. Okay. And they used a lot of the information from like the Pew research studies and that sort of thing. But they broke this into two main categories. One was, um, middle school and high school students, uh, secrets they wish their parents knew about their online use, but don't necessarily want to tell them. So it's almost like they want to get caught, but well, aren't going want, to provide the they information. They want to be parented, maybe. Okay. But, yeah. Okay. Don't want to snitch. Right. And then the other section is uh, things they'd like their parents to do. So I think that's oh, an interesting okay. one, too. So if your kids were surveyed mm. about things they do online, but they don't want mm. you to know... <laughs> Mm. <laughs> I think this first one's a really good one. When you take away one device at night, you might not realize how many devices we still have with us. That I would, yes, that I would absolutely. Yep. Yeah, because so many things can connect to the internet. Correct. Yep. So, sidetrack on that. So, I have, a, <laughs> there's a no device rule for my kids in their bedrooms. In their bedrooms, yep. but they have Alexas in their bedrooms. Uh huh. Because that's their, like, their main, so they listen to music while they study to, or whatever yeah, they do. Yeah, sure. So, they, yeah, so they're playing music every night, and Does, what is those new, what's the news? What's the weather like? And uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, great reason to stay up, right? Um, do your I don't, shocking, I don't have an Alexa. Um, well, the kids only get because the kids got them <laughs> for the for Christmas. I don't have an Alexa, and the only reason why I don't have an Alexa is because I'm so worried about what they listen to. Yeah, all the time. Right. So I want one. I will say that. I've considered getting one. Mm-hmm. And I said that was my reasoning was like, oh, we could really easily play some music while we're cooking or right. doing whatever. Right. And, and we landed on like, it's not that hard to turn on Just music speaker. through the yeah. TV or the phone right. or whatever. Yeah. So, um, but you can, can you, I assume you can set your Alexa to turn off at night. Right. Like, so it doesn't respond to them. So uh, I read an article a few weeks back about you can order your Alexa to forget conversations. And I, I, I don't remember the process, 
but you can say, Alexa, delete conversations or something to that effect. Ooh. And it, it, it will delete it because it's good. And from bad, what I, I understand is there are people, moderators that do monitor sure. Alexa conversations sure. because now they have all those security things where you can play back conversations and stuff to act like a security system for your home. Sure. It's the same as all the the app monitoring. I'm sure it's just mm-hmm. kind of like randomized which ones they get into and which ones they don't. Yep. So it's just, yeah, there's a lot to think about with but, Alexa. So That's like the way, podcast. yeah, the way that you can turn your router off at night, like your internet service right. doesn't work at night. Can you do that with an Alexa in the settings? I wonder. I don't know. Mm, okay. I'd have to look. That's something interesting. But this but goes you with know, anything. So Alexa goes off of Wi-Fi. So if you set your Wi-Fi, like I have my Wi-Fi shut off at night for the kids' devices. Yeah. You could, I, I'm sure I could set the Alexa. I never really thought of it, I guess. As a device to turn right. off. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that goes with anything, though. So you might not realize that your kids, um, smart, like a, if they have a smartwatch or something, or if they have a tablet or a lot of MP3 players, not that people mm-hmm. have separate MP3 players right. a lot now, but a lot of these devices, um, gaming consoles, you know, mm-hmm. all of these things, they can communicate with people through. Right. And... There is this incredible, I, I hate it, but this fear of missing out thing. Yeah. Um, and they feel like they need to be connected, even though they know it's mm-hmm. important to get rest and that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. just know what they've got for devices so that you can know what needs to be controlled, I guess. Right. For times. Uh, okay. Next one. We know this one. Finstas. Yeah. Right. Many uh-huh. of us have a fake Instagram account. Do your kids have Instagram? No. Snapchat. Okay. Interesting. You went with Snapchat I before did. Instagram. Yeah. Well, they do very similar things anymore. They do. And I I don't know. I'm not I'm not an Instagram fan. I'm just not. Um I'm not either. I don't I want to be because there's like cool things on Instagram, I guess. It seems to be the most popular among You know, it has some cool filters. I made an account because I wanted to play with yeah, it and see yeah, what it does. I, yeah. And I have some good photos from it, but it's not, it's not my go-to for photos and I no. don't post them. So I just, you know, I use it for the filters, I guess. No, and I don't, I don't know. I just, you have to post a photo every time you post on Instagram. So yeah. it's not like I, so I use Facebook a lot for recommendations. Like, Hey, I, like just for instance, weed eating my lawn, I flung a rock through my side window of my car. <laughs> And I'm like, how do I get this fixed? Where do I take it? Do you take bummer. it to a shop? Do you know what? Do you... Sorry to laugh. I know. Let me tell you. <laughs> so side story on that. I'm mowing my lawn. I'm like, why do I have a bunch of mud scrap like crackled all over my window? I didn't go anywhere because it was all my windows are tinted. So it's like, so I go up to my car and I'm like, oh no, <laughs> yeah, it's cracked, shattered. Mm. So I went on Facebook and I said, hey, where? Any recommendations on where I can go to get my window fixed? And the, I didn't realize the mechanic that I go to fixed well, would do that. Oh, great. So he was on, he's a friend of Facebook, and he's like, I'll take care of it. Give me a call. Networking connections. And that's a yeah. You can't do that on Instagram. No. I could send, I suppose I could send a picture of the smashed window. How can I get this fixed? I guess. I don't know. I just, I don't take that many photos that people would be interested in. And I'm, I know that. Right. Right. <laughs> 
Okay. So anyway, yes, a lot of times kids are having uh, more than one. Um, I know we talk a lot about just two, yeah. like your real one and your fake one, but a lot of times it's it's many more than that. And I think somebody, one of our guests was on here talking about that and said that they had kids right. that had one just for their close friend group and then yep. one for like kids and then one for parents and yeah. Yep. So just be aware of what, what they've got going on. It's not always um just to follow them or that sort of thing that... It won't do it all. You have to be having right. conversations with them about yep. how they're using it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, okay. If we are passionate or angry about something, we take it to social media. Yeah. Which we've talked about before because that shows a lot of vulnerabilities. Yeah. Yeah. And and one thing I'm finding lately, because obviously I'm a podcast fan and I'm hearing, I hear about it and I also see it, but a lot of celebrities and professional athletes lately have been airing all their dirty laundry out on mm. social media and guess who's fans of that your mm-hmm. kids you know and they're they're talking about their uh, extramarital affairs or their what they're this happened with a with a player a football player i guess and i was listening to another podcast and they were talking about it how he just he just dumped himself on instagram yeah about it and it's like you know and he's friends with i'm sure there, he's got a lot of kids that are friends of his or mm-hmm. follow him you know and and here he's dumping all this stuff out on social media i mean that's a big concern and then so then the kids think it's all right for them to air their dirty laundry that's, out there and that's it's normal. just yeah setting a good behavior that's a really good point so not only right. what they're what they are posting when they're feeling passionate or very mm-hmm. strongly about something but what they're seeing from others right um that's a very good point so i i don't know it's a slippery slope because obviously social media with politicians and social media with professional athletes and actors and actresses and and then i honestly parents you got to be careful because if you're friends with your son or daughter on online and you're ranting and raving about something you got to be careful with what you what you're posting mm-hmm. too because they're reading that too Here's uh, some good information. This this is positive and then a response to it. So responses from friends and followers make all of us feel heard and listened to, which is often critically important for those who simply want acknowledgement and validation, right? right? And that could be our kids or us. Um, but then they break out and say that we know teens and tweens brains are still developing, so kids lack impulse control in what they're posting and don't necessarily understand the long-term consequences of that. So... Um, that's what it says to talk about that. So talk about uh, challenges with your kids, um, challenges that they face, and help them figure out smarter, healthier ways to kind of self-filter some of that stuff before okay. they post. Hmm. So good stuff. Yeah. All right. Ready? Yeah. Several things they'd like their parents to do. Oh. I have. Oh, can I hit on one topic that yeah. you didn't hit on? Yeah. On the last one? Uh, geotagging. Oh, yeah. Locations. Well, yeah, because they want their friend groups to know where they're at and what they're up to. So I was with a group of parents and they're like, how do we make this stop? So one of their, their kids got, um, Snapchat and literally they were able to follow their daughter's location via Snapchat because mm. she snaps everywhere. Yep. And every time she lets a Snapchat go, she's got her location services on. Yep. It's on a snap map. And you literally traced her location from house to mall, to friend's house, back to gas station, back to their house again. That's so creepy. You're right. And they're like, how do we make this stop? I'm like, well, there, yeah, here you go. Go in the settings, do, you know. Turn it off. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so I don't know if everybody knows that. 
Well, the problem is that it's there's location settings within the apps, and then there's location settings on the phone. Oh, right. And I don't know if you turn... I don't know if parental filters let a user do that. You know what I mean? Like, if you right. turn off your kids' location settings, can they just go back in and turn them on? Yeah, I don't know. Because it's important to them. They, they use oh, that yeah. location yeah. tagging. Right. It's a good point. I don't know. Anyway. It's a good conversation to have. Yeah. This is related to that. Okay. Talk with us about the apps we like to use and why. Well, there you go. Most of you had no idea about our world. Well, <laughs> no. <laughs> Anymore? No. Yeah, right? It's so different. It, it is. You know, and I, I frequently go on my son's story, Snapchat story, and I'm sometimes shocked by the things that he's posting. Like our conversations... Like, for an example, we were going through just killing time on the trip uh, over the 4th of July weekend. We were going, okay, name the capital city of this state and that state and that state. Yep. And he Snapchatted that. He took a, he was videoing the back of the seat and Snapchatted our conversation while we didn't know it. I'm driving. I didn't know that. Jeez. And I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. And he's like, well, it's kind of funny. No, how? No. Well, I got how many views? 47 views or whatever on it. It's pretty awesome. Uh, no, but why are you doing that? What's the purpose of it? Yeah. Well, and that's, it's, it's, and that's the thing. So we have to dial back. I th- and it's hard, right? But I think right. we have to dial back on that response a little bit and, and look at it from their perspective. This is normal for them. It is. And, it, it, you're exactly right. Yeah. Yep. And so we 100%. have to talk to them about it like it's normal (laughs) Mm -hmm. well and and so then i looked at it from like okay so what does it hurt like it it wasn't a sassy conversation and we weren't talking about somebody or you know whatever it wasn't Mm -hmm. anything that there's going to be any ramifications for we're simply he thought it was funny that on a road trip we were talking about states capitals and you couldn't come up with half of them right yeah (laughs) and and so, it, it, I don't know, and he thought it was funny, and so he thought he'd post it on social media, and I guess that's what social media is all about, because when you look at the, some of the things people post, there's a lot worse out there. Yeah. So, interestingly enough, I flipped the page, Okay. and in this section about know what apps we're using and everything, they talk about geolocation. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, and tagging. Um, so it says that they call, this is interesting, they say, this teen's parents had no idea that some of their teen's daughter's friends were essentially stalking her. So again, oh, it's how we look at yeah, it, right? right. Um, but for them, this is it's very normal that they're keeping track of their friends' um, locations and what they're doing. But this student said that um, they felt a lot of pressure from that and a lot mm-hmm. of stress from that. So like they felt like they should be going places and doing cool things and mm-hmm. posting that. Um, so just being aware of that. So here's their tip. Ask your kids which apps they spend the most time on. Or check their phone's data usage because it will show oh. the amount of data you're using on sure. each app. Yep. Um, yes, it does. And then download those apps yourselves and spend some time learning how they work so you can actually have meaningful conversations with right. your kids about what they're doing on them. So that's good. Right. Uh, help us keep an eye on who's following us. I think yeah. we've, we've gone over that, that a lot. Um, but basically, I think it's interesting that they're asking their parents to help them. Like help right. us set stuff, right. you know, look at the settings so that they're set appropriately. Um, well, and I'm hoping that we're getting the message out and I'm going to see we, but we as parents, we as the task force in across the world are getting the message out enough 
where they recognize it. They they recognize that there are issues out on the internet, you know, and, and stuff. And I think they want to be safe out there. They just make mistakes sometimes. And I think they tr- they want to try yeah. to prevent it as much as possible, too. Sure. I mean, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt on that. I've... I have two more. Okay. And I'm going to switch the order on them because I want to end with this this last one. So this one is talk with us about sexting and healthy relationships in a way that is not awkward, which I think is a little bit of a high order, (laughs) tall order. Um, Okay. I get what they're saying, right? But it's always going to be an awkward conversation. Yeah. But you do need to make it a normal. I mean, our kids are exposed to sexualized content so early and so often now we can't wait the way we did when we were kids like Mm. our parents can't wait um until they're you know teens and that's not an easy conversation to have no No. yeah and uh, you know here's what i'll say about that when i when i go out and i talk to student groups um i will get questions sometimes about adult pornography Mm -hmm. and um when i'm talking to people about you know how to have those those teaching moments right. i guess i what do you do right but my only suggestion is don't shy away from that response either and talk about how what they see might not be right. a healthy representation right. of an adult relationship right and that's why it's important that we talk about it you know with you and, and a trusted adult and that kind of thing and there's just so much of it out there the problem yeah. is it, and you it's not like it's just on one website i mean no. you're even seeing in some some of these you go on a news story sometimes and you're seeing advertisements for things. Yeah. Yes. And it's, it's almost nudity. Almost. Yeah. And, and it's, uh, yeah. And you're a teenage boy and you see that. Yeah, I mean, well, and because it's so, I think it's almost expected then. And we hear a lot of kids saying that sexting is the norm now, which we know isn't true. A lot of kids say no. Right, right. But a lot of kids are still asking for mm-hmm. them. And then there's that peer pressure. Yeah. And that's what this says too. Some might mistakenly confuse the sending of explicit photos and messages with a level of intimacy that might not exist. Right. So maybe it's talking about it from that healthy relationship angle and then introducing right. the sex component. It's just very difficult. And especially with that younger, like tween age, it's... And I don't think the value for your, the human body is out there like it was. No. Uh, the, it's just normal. It's like everybody has these parts and, okay, well, you, I'll see yours, you see mine. And it's mm-hmm. like not a big deal. But then we see sextortion happen and it's a huge deal. And then, it, yeah. And then, because I don't think they think it's going to that level. Yeah, right. You know, they think they send this to their friend. Like I did an interview of a victim, juvenile victim. Um, and she was shocked. <laughs> the other investigator and I, we, I mean, we started laughing because she was shocked that we don't send nudes back and forth. Yeah. It was, it's a thing. What? And she was literally confused. You, you don't send nudes? No. You don't have nudes of your friends? No. They <laughs> like, <laughs> looked at each other. No, nope. no, 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 we don't. Like, really? No. I forget that there was like a catalog in her phone that she called it and was, it's all nudes of her friends. Weird. You guys don't do that? No. And the thing is, so that's not one that I can get behind and say like, maybe we need to reassess how we look at it and think about it. That's, I'm not going to get on board with that one because such negative consequences can come of it. Right. It's just so, so risky. You know, this, this female is involved in a lot more than what, the normal kid sure. is, but still, it was, 
it still takes me back. You know, mm-hmm. we run into a lot of things in these cases, and and uh, not much, you know, sets you back except that conversation. Yeah. So like, there's always help out there if there has been something posted. Yeah. Help them get that removed, and if you don't know how, let us know, and we'll point you towards some resources. Yeah, absolutely. Ugh, let's end on a positive note, All though. Right. Here's let's the see last it. one. Except that there are lots of good things on social media. It's not all bad stuff. Well, there is. There definitely is. And we do try to remember that when Absolutely. we're talking about this yep. stuff. But I know I get mired down in that sometimes and think that right. there's so many risks. I made the most amazing brownie chocolate chip like cupcake ever. <laughs> Just like, one. So it's like a brownie <laughs> with a chocolate chip cookie in the middle of it. <sighs> so it's found on social media. The recipe on social media. Mm. Browsing Facebook. Just... Oh, this recipe looks amazing. Made it. Yeah. A lot of positive things on social media. Do you know what I would, I just could not survive without anymore. Pinterest. No, surprisingly oh. enough, I don't use that very much anymore. Okay. GPS. Oh yeah. That. Even where I know I'm going. Yeah. I use GPS. <laughs> like I know the most direct route there, but I put in the GPS because it tells you what time you're going to get there. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, well good. I'm going to get here at 1042. Well, not too long ago, I was I was traveling alone and I had to rent a car. So I wasn't used to the car. I was in a town I wasn't used to. It was nighttime. So Mm. it was dark. Yeah. And I was thinking, how how would I have done this? And I love maps like I love traveling by map. I love having to use that to navigate. But how would I have done that? You know, we're so used to even being spoiled with this stuff. Even MapQuest. Back in the day oh, where you yeah. print, print it, it out, out and you'd read it. <laughs> Even that nowadays, you're like, okay, what exit do I need? Uh, shoot. Then, you, then the paper flies over to the other side because you have your window slack. You almost rear end yeah. somebody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I'm with you. But it's important to remember for our kids, too, that, you know, this is a very normal form of communication for them. It's something that's a very, um, very normal and, and yep. huge part of their life. Yep. And we have to remember that and we have to think about it. From that perspective, it's it's a different world, and we yeah. say that all the time. Um, we, yeah, we have to embrace it. We yeah. we really do, and and it's not going away. It's only actually getting bigger and bigger. So yeah, and there's lots of there's lots of positive things out there as far as is some of these things we talk about for risky connections. You know, we have kids that maybe aren't feeling supported or don't have a a group that they can go to for right. some positive feedback. These places exist online, but right. we have to be teaching them how to um, recognize when it's not a positive right. and, and yep. healthy environment. Absolutely. So um, that's it. That's our, cool. our list. And I think that it's a good one. I think that it's straight from the mouths of the kiddos. Right. So some good info there for us. Good stuff. Uh, check out Common Sense Media. Yeah, do it. Check out our website, protectkidsonline.wi.gov. We've got lots of resources, lots of links to other stuff. Um, and you can get on our social media stuff from there too. Send us questions, send yep. us apps, send yep. us jokes. You do whatever. <laughs> Say hi. (laughs) Say hi. Don't send nudes. We don't want to see that. Yeah, don't do that. (laughs) I'll report you. (laughs) Oh, as always. Stay safe.